Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. This is the greatest way to start off the new year. Right? Right. Yes, yeah. I answered the question for of me. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. We want to start off the new year with a bang, not with some turd from high <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, this is the, the new year. Lots of new changes are, are, are coming. Um, and for once, I am very excited to talk about <laughs> uh today's movie that's not entirely true but you know like uh as part of our new i guess new year's resolution or just go moving forward um we're gonna be a lot more careful with movies we curate and by that means uh i mean that we've hand selected a movie that gave you and i so much of a kick the other day (laughs) so much fun this movie is hey we actually watched a movie together together. isn't that crazy Mm -hmm. we never do that anymore we just we only have time to meet up and drink and karaoke yeah little did you know zero i'm actually a ar ai uh generated you know thing i'm not real so that's why you never see me in person anymore that's ah that would make sense yes yeah yeah but we decided uh, well, I decided to create myself a synthet- synthetic body so we could watch this together. And uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about the worst fucking title ever. 009-1, The End of the Beginning. <laughs> um, Horrible title, yes. Absolutely terrible title. No. I, uh, did, I, well, I, I don't know much about the source material, but apparently it's based off of a very old manga. That's what I've seen so far. Like I said, it's like it's like seventy five years old. I mean, this movie's ten years old, so this like must be like eighty five years old now. And my, the original, the original. Um, I think so. Well, it the manga came out in sixty four. Uh-huh. This movie came out to keep commission the anniversary of the creator's seventy fifth oh, oh. birthday. Okay, okay, okay. In twenty thirteen. I see. My 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 information was very wrong. I'm like, man, how old is this manga? And there you go. <laughs> that the the artist is as old as his creation. Uh, uh but anyways, we're talking about this movie today because it is a Koichi Sakamoto production. Well, director and action director of this film. And there's we haven't spoken about him in a while, right? I don't think so. Um, man, man. Has, no, we, was the last time Girls Blood? No, we we talked about a Power Rangers episode. Oh, that that's right, that's right. Um, but you could only have heard that if you subscribe to us on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. So you know, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited for this one because in, in, in the topic of girl's blood, it is very much like that in that the plot is, (laughs) yeah, okay, but yeah, the plot is very boobs, just, just just (laughs) boobs and ass and more boobs. Uh, yeah, this movie's 
incredibly dumb, very exploitative, but in the funnest way possible. That that is why this is so amazing. I love this movie. So since we're no longer covering things on Haya exclusively, we may go back to the platform when they have new releases. I decided to start looking up some other films. And out of all the places I found this, this is on Crunchyroll, an anime, mostly anime streaming service, but because this is anime adjacent, because it's based off of an anime manga, they have the live action adaptation on there. And I thought, okay, I like Kuichi Sakamoto. Uh, You know, he does pretty good action direction every now and then when he has the time. And I checked this out and I absolutely loved every minute of it and i kept on thinking damn it we can't talk about this yet because this was still in 2023 yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. so i've been holding on to this movie for a while and i showed it to you we had beers we had drinks it was the the perfect movie to watch with friends over yeah. drinks no like the good old days when you know we, we actually get to just choose wherever the fuck we wanted to watch and not have to watch Code of the Assassins or whatever. I'm done complaining about Haya. We're, we're, I'm, I'm glad that we're actually going to be able to talk about this today because um, it's so dumb, so ridiculous, and it is very on the nose on t- in terms of just you know appealing to the high schooler in you. <laughs> you know, like the, the 13-year-old boy in you is like, I want to see explosions. I want to see tits artillery i want to see uh i want to see people fighting i want to see good you know stunt work all that good shit and the story is so repetitive and nonsensical doesn't matter because the movie is hilarious it's fucking hysterical at times will i was thinking about this oh no okay what? the whole time i kept on thinking wait what is it what is the story oh no i just watched this a few hours ago and i kept on thinking what is the what is the main uh, story i just i don't get it okay i'm you're gonna make me you're gonna make me guess aren't you okay um yes the, <laughs> tell me what this movie crap. is about because i i know what it's about but okay. i don't know what the overall story is okay well the main character is a cyborg played by mayuko iwasa hold on hold on let me let me try uh <laughs> she is working for an agency that supposedly has a bunch of other super cyborgs um and it's Things get revealed later on. But anyways, uh, she is trying to save this doctor, Dr. Klein. Dr. Klein from something. I don't know what. But she, like, (laughs) in this mission to save her from these, like, terrorists, I guess you can call them. um, There's, like, another another cyborg that gets introduced into the fray. Meanwhile... Our main character, Cyborg, she has distant memories of her mother and her brother before she was taken in by her agency and transformed into this Cyborg. So that's correct. All this is correct, but the story doesn't make any sense. What is the what is the plot? What's driving our character forward? You it, you can't describe it because 
when you watch the movie, it keeps on changing. Everything about the story, it, it just keeps on changing from every scene to every scene. It's so Look, weird. Look, zero boobs. <laughs> There's boobs and ass. And yes, yes, I was distracted by that many times. But rewatching this, I was trying to think, okay, she works for the secret agency. It, it's very evident there's some influence from 007. This is called 009-1. Yeah. She works for an agency. She's trying to find Dr. Klein. But then I don't know what Dr. Klein does. I think she was the original creator of the cyborg program. So they say she's kind of like a mother to her. But there is actually, it's not really the case. And what you mentioned also with the flashbacks, when she was a child, her mother was killed and her brother, she was separated from her brother. She was inducted into the double O training program. But then I don't know, like, like what, what is she doing? Now? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> there's, so there's another, and I'm just reiterating what you're saying, but there's, so then another cyborg appears and you're like, okay, she's fighting this other cyborg, but you don't know what that other cyborg is doing. Like, what is that other cyborg's mission? Look, Zero, two women are coming out of the pool together, and they're both wet. <laughs> <laughs> I have no response to you, because you're right. The story doesn't make much sense. Um, you, I have no idea what's motivating her. All you really know is that she really gets or the main character, I mean, gets really triggered anytime someone calls her a monster. It's like a slur word in this Oh, movie. yeah, yeah, basically. It's like a, recur like a recurring thing where she gets very offended by that and she has to go get introspective about her being a monster. And, yeah, you're right. I have no idea what's driving her forward. I think she's... Once Dr. Klein... This, this is going to be a light spoiler, but once Dr. Klein goes, gets out of reach of the main character. I have no idea what is propelling the main character forward. She's, yeah, like scenes just happen, people fight, and then the last 30 minutes of the movie happen. And my God, the last 30 minutes is just, it's, it's like they, it's like all the exposition, but at the same time, nothing is happening with the story. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, no, you're you're absolutely right. I I just don't understand how I'm able to sit through this movie and be wildly entertained. But now that we're trying to talk about it, I don't know how to talk about the the plot details yeah. because things really change over and over again. Every time a new scene happens, it ex like they explode, literally explode from one scene <laughs> to the next. And then she has a new purpose in new scenes yep. and it unfolds as we as we're watching what she's doing mm -hmm. suddenly it, so the movie takes place in semi post-apocalyptic world the east and the west are fighting and Japan whatever is, yeah something is, whatever it's bullshit <laughs> bullshit exposition but then at one point you, you think everything is dirty and grungy and garbagey in the world and then suddenly they're at a suburban mansion and this rich man has hired all these women for his pool party 
and she's there to retrieve a map. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And then there's a in that same scene, a character that hasn't appeared since the beginning of the movie suddenly appears, and there's a fight that breaks out between these two characters. And I was joking about. They look two hot women, just hot, wet women coming out of the swimming pool. But like, no, that's seriously what happens here. And I have no idea why. I don't. Why is she here? Why are they fighting? Why now? What are we doing here? All the questions. I can answer that. I can answer that question. So she she has some sort of mission in the opening of the movie. She kills a character called Stinger. Mm-hmm. The Stinger character had a girlfriend. Well, let's just call her Butterfly because that was the tattoo yep. on the girl on the girl's I don't know thigh. And so the Butterfly character reemerges because she wants to kill our main character, the cyborg, because she killed her boyfriend. Yeah, well, that I actually I understand that, but why now? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> how did she track her? How? how well, why is it happening now? I, I could tell you why, but it doesn't matter because. They're at a pool party, and when you see two women fall into a pool, they decide to turn on the slow motion cameras (laughs) and just give you water choreography. Choreography, just like extreme close-ups of the water, right? Because that's the most important part (laughs) of of this. Of course, Yeah, and then... uh, I mean, not, not to quote, quote, fast forward, but like after that, we get we're, once we're introduced to like this extra character who's introduced at the last 30 minutes of the movie, which is way too late. You can't introduce a character that way late into the movie. Uh, I mean, you can. Uh, yeah. We well, she becomes like pivotal <laughs> because uh, that's the emotional drive for the final arc of the film. And by that point, oh my God, there's so many bombs literal and figurative <laughs> that are being dropped here uh that it's just like it it baffles you like what the fuck is happening right now it just feels like you know the the writers if there even was one had a field day it's <laughs> just like ah, eh, fuck <laughs> it just throw everything in there we need drama even if it's just like it's it's there for shock value it's just there to you know it, it's there for shock value but also like we need to some placeholder excuse for people to fight <laughs> right of course yeah and i mean don't get me wrong it's a lot of fighting at the end it's also a, a good combination of entertaining over over the top and just plain stupid <laughs> it, so speaking of fighting yeah how is the action we have guichi sakamoto We've praised some of the works he's done, some of the earlier stuff he's done. Yeah. He's been involved in. Um, uh, I always Broken forget. Path. Broken Path. Yes, yeah. we love we love Broken Path. I've seen a. I've watched a lot of his Japanese movies, and they vary wildly. And the problem usually is the story. Yeah, it's usually the story. You can tell the budget's really low. So the fight scenes feel like they're really thrown together and sometimes certain performers don't have it when it comes to physical presence. So they have to edit around them. 
Yeah, I definitely noticed this here too. I mean, we can't. Com- I mean, Broken Path, you know, is is one movie that I hold in high regard because it's like you know all the performers who are doing it, you know, like they're actually doing it, right? Like wh- whoever's mm-hmm. casted, you know, for the roles, like uh, uh, Davion Bosch, Steve. Wait, I forgot his first name. Um, Johnny da- Johnny Youngbosch. Yes, yeah, Johnny Youngbosch, the main character. Dan Southworth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Koichi Sakamoto's wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, what I mean is like they're actually before, like they're acting, but also doing the, the stunt work here too. Um, but versus like Mayuko Iwasa, who plays our main character here, I it's clear that she doesn't do anything, you know, of that sort. Like she's doubled for a vast majority of. Well, I mean, I think everything. <laughs> to be honest, I, I everything. Rare, yeah, I rarely everything. see her face doing anything at all. It's always these extreme uh, close-ups, uh, you know, cutaways to her face at like responding to situations. She's just shooting her gun, and it's just like you know, just her face. You just see her face as she's shooting a gun, and then you know, there's a reverse shot of stunt people just flying all around. It feels like there's <laughs> the complete disconnect between what's happening yeah. but it doesn't matter because she has boobs that's <laughs> why she was casted well this is a case where so two things they this feels like almost american style editing because you're correct uh mayuko it's clear she's not an on-screen fighter so what they want to do is they want to get her face in those fights as much as possible so how do you do that you constantly cut to like her reactions or to her face or to her to this angle where you could see her and she's doing something and then you have to cut to the reverse and it's the stunt double doing going much faster going much harder doing (laughs) delivering more interesting moves but the problem is they want to cut to her face too often so you almost get an edit on every hit Mm -hmm. it's like hit cut away you know cut cut again like oh you see her face you see her face constantly reacting to stuff and it's a shame because you can see that the stunt performers the stunt doubles the the you know the the whole action crew they have to pick up a lot of slack and you know not not trying to discredit her but because they pick up a lot of slack you get to see some great stunt falls yes at least Mm mm-hmm I think that's where the movie shines the most out of everything outside of the listening asses <laughs> that are constantly wet. The uh, wet bodies. Yeah, yeah. Wet, up oh bodies. Uh, no, the, the thing that shines the most in this movie uh, is the stunt work, really. Um, lots of great pratfalls. Um, you know, like just seeing stuntmen like fall in all different manners. Um, yeah, and but you know, it's what I said before is still true. There's a it, you know, like you know that the whole point of this is based off everything you just said is is cause and effect, right? If our lead actress is shooting her gun, you kind of want to see like the thing that causes it causes the stunt person to fall over, right? But it's like the in between. There's something in between that's missing. It's like she'll shoot the gun into the you know into the atmosphere not even aiming at anything and then suddenly in the next cut like you're seeing stunt people fall into fall twisting into uh positions that feel like it it wasn't like a to b it felt like something's missing in between and that's what that's the detriment of having this kind of editing style it's just like it, it just feels like there's no 
um, direct correlation between like what you saw just now and then why people are just flying all around, really. Well, they have sound effects. You yeah. have to just infer that, oh, that punch, sure. that kick, or that bullet sent that stuntman flying across the room because they fly. They yeah, are yeah. either you know running and jumping or they're they're being wire pulled because they go far <laughs> and if you've seen any other if you've ever seen any of koichi sakamoto's other japanese films his stunt people fall hard they work <laughs> for that stunt person title they crash they fall from great heights and they they take it like champs they, yeah. they do it pretty well considering that this you can tell this this feels low budget but they yeah. at least they they sell those hits Right. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm not going to take that away from the movie, I, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what really elevates this movie and keeps your mind off of the, you know, the, the, the disconnect at times is the fact that there's just so much over-the-top nonsense that is happening in between, you know, like, I'm, I mentioned the chest artillery, I'm going to mention it here, be more You didn't specific. mention it before. Well, I kind of did, I alluded to okay. it, the chest artillery... And this is introduced very early on in the movie. Our main character is a cyborg, but her boobs, <laughs> you don't see them. But <laughs> when she them. reveals her boobs, she has like a, a Gatling gun mounted in her chest and she can just blast anything away. Like, you know, she used it a couple times in the movie and it's, it's just like that. You don't see anything, but it's because like you just, all you see is that every anything that's, looking at her boobs is just being torn into pieces <laughs> <laughs> just like rain of bullets it's great it's it's a really f- obvious thing to do especially when you see her costume you have the zippers yeah. on on the tits it's so <laughs> it's so obvious but when it happens it elicits so much joy from me i i know that sounds very immature but i love that are tits or guns. It's because it's a given. You're just waiting for it to happen. <laughs> I will say, you know what was disappointing? When they're doing the 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 ghost in the shell ripoff sort of scene where mm. she's in the tub and they're kind of examining her and whatnot. She's giving a voiceover and she reveals that she has actually seven implants, implanted <laughs> weapons in her body. So they only... Oh my God. They only... Sh- you know, let us know the two. Did she have like a rocket launcher t- a clit or something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, of course, of course. We never see it in the movie. If you just have to leave it to your imagination. Sure. If you've ever seen the show Friends, Monica reveals there's seven erogenous oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. women. So ah, okay. if you know those seven spots, you can imagine what sort of weaponry could be put there. Oh my god! Uh, so for reasons like that, that's why you could just even, okay. Like even if the action in this movie wasn't good, which you know it, it's very entertaining. Um, you know, like you're still gonna get entertainment value out of it because this movie is fucking bonkers for sure. <laughs> and I actually, in a weirdest way, I find that the meandering story maybe meandering is too strong of a word, but it's it's the, the fact that the story is so. So much considered, like, like an afterthought in this movie. Like, that doesn't bother me at all. It's not going to bother you. Like, you're still going to have a great time. It's just, like, 
just focus on the visuals. I mean, less not about the erotic side of the visuals. I mean, like just it just how crazy this movie is, like visually. Like there's just so many things that are happening all at once. Like it just very tonally all over the place because like they're trying to play out certain scenes and make it seem like something really like like or you're trying to feel for the main character because she's feeling like a monster, but at the same time, look her boobs, you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> things like that. Like it's inconsistent. I mean, it doesn't fun. it doesn't go to that extreme, but the camera is constantly gazing. Yeah. Just constantly, constantly, like it. It doesn't zoom into the tits, but <laughs> it, it it's there. It's there. It's constantly it's there. cutting away to it. Yeah, absolutely. Cutting to tits, cutting to ass, cutting to close-ups of wet, glistening bodies <laughs> whenever they can. Yeah. So you asked, "What's the story about?" I have no clue. It doesn't matter. All you have to know is that it's already a recommend from me. <laughs> So I could tell you what the story is, but I don't want to spoil it because one of the big reveals in this movie is so fucking shocking <laughs> and could be upsetting. But I think if you've been on Pornhub in the last five years, you might not be too surprised. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know why I didn't notice it until you pointed it out and then we were just yelling at the screen every time two characters were interacting with each other and as we were watching the movie like we made predictions on like what the like if what will happen like if there's a big twist and we won't get into it here but when it, when it's like it's slowly fed to you like oh it's it's re really hinting at it and then it's it's no longer hint it's like it's it's flat out revealed it's like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> fuck you that's no I don't like this at all uh, but it doesn't matter because like it, it's it's the shock value is adds to the charm in that this is so fucking bad shit crazy. I love it. I don't know. It's funny you use the word charm to describe this certain scenario. Yeah. We're, this but movie's yes. fun for the whole family. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you want to know what that twist is, because we're going to reveal it, then yeah. you should consider subscribing to us on Patreon, because yeah. we're going to go even more in-depth maybe maybe not into the story definitely more into the twist and how disgusting or turned on we are by it and yeah. additionally we're going to go deeper into the action because we kind of just glazed over it basically what we liked about it but you know we're going to go deeper into the fight scenes so if you want to hear more consider subscribing to us on patreon because there you're going to get the full episode in addition to um mini reviews we call quick jabs and the one that recently came out was for Scott Atkins' movie One Shot, a supposed one-take action film. S supposed, supposed. Well, well, you can hear all our thoughts in greater detail. But uh, as part of the New Year promise, um, you're going to get a lot more things on Patreon, um, including some more exclusive video content that you're not going to get on our YouTube channel. Um, and yeah, this is going to be a new thing going forward. So you'll see a lot more presence on YouTube in general anyways. But if you want to see exclusive only versions of our YouTube content, uh, meaning there's no edits, there's no blurring. It's just like, because we want to get around those pesky U YouTube checks. 
Um, we're uh, yeah. <laughs> we should put the Japanese porn mosaics oh, God. <laughs> on, our, on our YouTube videos. You can't watch this; it's blurred for a reason, not safe for work. <laughs> It's very appropriate since we're talking about this movie today. But uh, yeah, if you want to get all that content, um, consider subscribing to us on Patreon. But with enough of, enough of this out of the way, let's talk about this movie because I, I I really want to talk about this. All right, good. Okay. Yep. All right, stopping in three, two. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. And now on to our final thoughts. That's, that's a movie, that, that's a movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, uh, this was uh, this was a blast. Uh, all puns intended. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know how to end this zero because the, the movie kind of speaks for itself, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. There's only so much we can say because we're just verbalizing what we find funny it's hilarious this is perfect so bad as good territory it and it's great because i believe they also knew it was going to be so bad it's good so they kind of lean into yeah. some of it sometimes so it's just very aware of how dumb it can be it's not it's not softcore porn it's not as it's not it's not softcore porn like girls yeah. blood was really softcore porn this is uh, you know, you you see the boobs, you see the butts. It's it gets uh, exploitative, but it's kind of fun too and silly, mm-hmm. and just it's a blast. Like you mentioned, it's one of those movies. Watch with friends. I watched this alone, and I thought it was hilarious. We watched it together again. We had a good time. It's so stupid, but it's so great. It's so good. Yeah, I, I think you can make a great drink drinking game out of this. Like every time. Um, Every time you see a flashback, <laughs> take a shot. Oh, uh, you know, there's a lot of re- recurring things like uh, you know, I, they're you totally make a drinking game of nudity. The nu- not the nudity, the ass shots, the, the the boob shots, the the flashbacks. The there's a lot of things that recur throughout the movie, but at, at no point does it feel repetitive. Um, you know, the whole film is. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah like you just go along with the movie. And anytime, see, that's why I think they're real, they're self aware. Anytime the movie feels like it's starting to drag just a little bit because of the dialogue, they're like, "Hey, here, look, here's a new cyborg T1000. Shoot her in the boobs. <laughs> look at look at the bullets going to the boobs." You're like, "Wait, what?" Yep, yep. Oh my god, it's it's so ridiculous, but such a good time. I uh, leave it to Japan to intentionally make a so bad good movie and make it work. Um, but yeah, this is really. This is a really high recommend for me. Um, but on a more serious note, because this is what we do, uh, action-wise, it's okay. Uh, love the ca- love the stunt work when it's there. Um, it's I wouldn't say it's simple, but you know, uh, seeing stuntmen fall in various different ways is always nice. But uh, you know, it's it's definitely not the best in terms of action, but. And then, you know, especially given that you have to constantly cut uh, to kind of stitch together things to make it look like the main character is actually, the main actress is actually doing a lot of the choreography. So it looks a little choppy at times, um, and it's not done the best. You kind of have to forgive it for what it is because of the budget. However, put all that aside because boobs, 
and boob <laughs> cannons <laughs> and all the nonsense. I think it, if you still just want to have an entertaining time watching a movie, then I think this is still it. But like in terms of great action, it's it's not quite there. But again, uh, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those films where entertainment value actually trumps yeah. action and choreography. The, it's it's yeah. there. It's serviceable. And the stunt falls are great. But because of the limitations of the main actress, you can clearly see in the editing they had to go around her because of that. You know, the action isn't going to be forgettable. No one's going to post the fight scenes because they think the choreography is good. They're going to post the, post the fight scenes maybe because of the stunt falls or maybe because it's just so fun to watch these, you know, nonsense silly scenarios the crazy holy shit the crazy twists two bombshells not boobies but two (laughs) bombshells get dropped on us in the later half of this movie they are so hard to swallow (laughs) oh god (laughs) unlike one actually i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go there because that's a very off-color joke that the movie alone is already very uh off-key um yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to end this episode. I still think that, uh, all things considered, very high recommend, very much so bad as good territory. You're going to enjoy the hell out of it. Um, and if this movie has taught me anything, it re-verbalizes what I've learned from the Fast and Furious franchise. There's nothing more important than family. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> God.